today we are discussing about exploring decision with inhibition using our Hello and welcome back to this is podcast. I am here today again with Chris. We've had Chris before on before. If you remember, he does some beautiful poetry work, and he's going to start off off today. Beautiful. Oh, he's going to start us off today with a poem. Let's hear it, Chris. Heal and beware. I'm breaking out of my waiting around. I'm existing in a far better zone now. I've lost a bit of flab in the time I've been unwell. Not eating. That'll do it. That won't last. It will be fleeting, hopefully. I can stay well, only the future will tell. But I'm better equipped now. I'll fight this, Boyd. Beautiful work, Chris. You do some fantastic poetry. People can check it out on YouTube on Pygmy Speaks Poems. There'll be a link in the description, of course, as well. So, Chris, these poems, we talked a bit about last time. I guess we can talk a little bit more about them. How you keep putting them out every week. I come, I come multiple times a week, and you have more for me. I nip. Oh, I've been home five or ten in an hour. Five to ten an hour. Churn them out. Yeah, I'm an express. Oh, I like the shops. I am. Yeah, you are. Right. I just ride them and get the bloody shit out of me system. Well, I like go to the supermarket, come back, and you've written two while I've been gone. Oh yeah. You're good with it. How do you get them? How do you get the ideas come so quick into your head? Ah, uh, years of drugs and marijuana and all <laughs> that. You know, nah, nah. Sitting in the eighties, rock music industry, and yeah, I've seen a lot in life. Want to see a bit more, but you know, been terminated a couple of times in the past, and well, them doctors they got that wrong. But, uh, right. You know, they can do what they want. Yeah, well, here you are sitting here doing some poetry and doing some great work. Um, YouTube channel's going well, i got to say. I'm really happy with how it's going. I think... Um, you are. I'm ecstatic. Yeah, you're happy with the YouTube channel? Well, here we are. I was doing this in primary school, maybe not using the same words, but 50-odd uh, years. I'm finally achieving no success. <laughs> I'd say you got a bit of success. You got um, we got about twenty-two lots of poems up now, and um, no one's views. ever heard of me. But if you see me, oh, hideous, <laughs> one seen, never forgotten. That's my catch cry. You got the face for radio. T-shirts made by Ten City. No, not that bad. <laughs> another one of mine. You're a character in Half Chris. I tell you, a funny oh, fella. Yeah. Yeah, good bloke. So we listened to some music before. How do you find music helps you write the poetry? It's one of the, probably the best thing. Okay, you hold this up, Chris. I've ever done. Get back into the music. I had many years where I didn't listen to anything, and, well, I'm getting back into it now heavily. Yeah. Mm. How, how do you find it helps you writing? Inspiration, well, you inspiration you know, from it? Gives you ideas. You might pinch the odd line here and there. Some of the really crafty lyric writers about, you know, a lot of people more listen to the beat. They don't. I like to listen to the lyric and put the beat 
in the back of my head. Yeah. I listen to what they're saying. Yeah, you really listen when you listen. You're not just... Sometimes you can't understand what they're bloody saying. It can be, hey. Sometimes but, uh, the quality's a bit rough. Yeah, I grew up. I did my degree on um, that famous song, lyrical content, brilliant, my Sharona. Yeah. Did you get anywhere with that? Yeah, great, eh? Hey? <laughs> You're not a fan of that song, hey? Because nah, you, you, you nah. like to sink your teeth into something with lyrics, something you can... Sink your teeth. <laughs> not a vampire. <laughs> Although, yeah, sink me teeth. You want something with a bit of meat on the bone. Mm. Something you can... That puzzles your brain when you when you listen no, to it. No, anything, really. <laughs> You've got a wide music taste, hey? It's not... Um... Yeah, it's all bloody up, down, in, out, round and round, shake it all about... You know, if I like it, I like it. I don't care where it's from, but I won't mention what I don't like. Yeah. Well, I've yet to hear you play me a bad track, so it's good. I like your taste in music. Yeah. It's quite good. How do you find it helps your mood listening to music? Great. It's good, isn't it? I find yeah. it helps me as well. Started working our way down on the depression medication yeah well done for that chris how are you feeling so about that we've said well i'm not bloody depressed or i sound depressed you sound pretty happy to uh, me you know after a year doc come on let's just drop a few pills and that's all going good he agreed with me yeah fantastic but his psychologist said he was proud of me yeah he would be i'm proud, proud of you of too me. you're doing fantastic yeah. i said well you should be proud of me i'm money <laughs> You're working all these times putting these poetries up. This is the fifth time in my last 24 years of misery where I've started to get better. Mm -hmm. Five times. Yeah. You know. Bad run of luck. Bloody rotten. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. And a couple of other things thrown in too. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, Yeah, beautiful. Nothing like being told you're terminally ill, eh? Yep. Mm. But here you see it still. It's pretty good, eh? Yeah. <laughs> I imagine it. Being told you're terminally ill. But have you had it done too? Has everyone no, I haven't had done. it done, have they? I haven't been told I've been terminally ill, but um, how would <laughs> that, how'd that affect you? good. <laughs> <laughs> How'd that affect you when they told you that? No, oh, I just decided to kick the heels in and fight. Yeah. It worked out for you, mm. hey? Yeah, well, I was only in the hospital for three years. You know, yeah, come on. Far, yeah. That's nothing. Got bloody Nothing. real crook, and then I bloody used the power of my brain. And my, the people who've been sick with depression know that you, your brain is such a powerful beast, you know. And like, I, I, well, you know, the bloody, I got better. And then they said, I was telling me like every day of the week, buddy, you're dying, you're dying, you're dying, and hang down your head, Tom Dooley, buddy, you know. I got up. That I'm alive. Yeah. Number five is alive. <laughs> I don't want a book. I want a wheelchair because that's how I got out of there. Yeah. Ah. Far out. And they said, oh, you'll never get out of that. I, said, I don't trust you, Blake. You got it wrong the bloody first time. Yeah, and here you are walking around. What? Terminal. But they got rid of me. They pushed me under a rock and they going to hide somewhere, were you? Yeah, because they said you had motor neuron disease, right? Yeah. you had... How many, the the, one? how many of the symptoms? 16 out of 18. Yeah, that's pretty... PLL, PLS1. That's pretty... Uh, two of them. Yeah. <laughs> 16 out of 18, I'd say that's... Uh, look, that's pretty conclusive evidence. Well, you know, they got it bloody wrong, didn't they? 
Okay. You know what happens when you know they get it wrong, and by the time Miles well enough to uh, take any form of action about it, you know I was still bloody dish licking with the depression, and mm-hmm. time limit was up. Yeah, yeah, like that. Yeah, I know. That's what they told me. Yeah. And then the lawyer says your time limit's up. Yeah. He said, you're getting upset. I said, I lost my home, my wife, bloody everything, the girls, you know. Do, does a man not get upset? Yeah, well, you'd be, would be very All upset. your worldly, well, my kids and my wife weren't my goods, but now the stuff. You're like, how did they not expect you to be upset after everything that happened to you? Like, what, oh, well, uh, yeah, what do you want, not human? Yeah, mood, mood swings is part mood of normal swing. life. Right? I said, buddy, if you were to go and get on the swing in the park, <laughs> fair nigger. Bloody mood swing. Isn't it human emotion, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Anger, sad, angry. You've got, you've got to be able to feel this, especially after going something through like that. Like, oh, if, you, if you came five out... Five times depression. Yeah. Then I got kicked, and nearly the dip, well, I might have got kicked to death in a fight, and I got up from that, too. Yeah, you did well. Slightly outnumbered, but, you know... Who's counting? <laughs> <laughs> I rose from the operating table. He did well. You've done very well, Chris. I've got to say. 100 stitches in my head. Par out. 100 no, stitches. Right, I eh? that. They might have missed a few and it might leak. <laughs> but, you know, everyone's got something Everyone peculiar about them. <laughs> now, you've done well to go through all that and you, and you do well today. And you, you find the poetry helps with everything that you've been through? Oh, it's great therapy. Yeah. Good for me to write it. That's why I mentioned in poems about writing things down, screw them up, throw them in the bin like problems, or, you know, if you're feeling a bit arty, you might be able to loop a few. You know, I've done a couple of courses back in the days when I was really healthy, before my... Did I say 24 years of doom? Yeah. Had to make a movie about that. Yeah. 24 years of doom. Nice title. Hmm. That'd be like locked in the bathroom with Donald Trump. <laughs> Jeez, I'm still getting over him. Yeah, that was something else. Hey. Is he gone now? Uh, I think yeah. it's January. He, he, they leave. Oh, they switch God. over to Biden. Yeah, he's got time to replay. I still don't think he's admitted defeat, though. Skyhooks wrote a song about him. Did they? You don't know it. No, I don't believe it. You're a young bloke. What are you? 39? 22. Close. Ego is not a dirty word. It was a big hit. Yeah, after you give it a listen. Back when I was a young bloke. To put it on after the podcast. Yeah. We'll We'll give it a listen. Yeah, so we listen to a lot of music while we're here, Chris. We talked about your different tastes. What are some of the music you do like to listen to? Jeez. Some of your favourites. How much time we got? We've got a bit of time. <laughs> I, go from, I go from punk to rock and roll to uh, Cajun to the music, not the food. The food's all right. Not bad, eh? Um, how do you know? You're only 22. <laughs> hey, where you been? You been, from been some here? places. Are you from here? I'm from an around. alien. Maybe I've sent down from above. Yeah, i got one sitting on my shoulder as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> you 
Nah, what do I like? I, well, I can't even say some of the names. They're a bit too rude. Oh, too rude for the airwaves. But old surfers. Yeah. Pee-boo. Yeah, big fan of those I'm reading boos. this off the order cube. That he Primus. You know, MXDC, Dead Kennedys, Tubes, you know, like, I've been around the block a couple of times, and Magazine, Sex Pistols, yeah. Has you worked as a security for even some of these um, bands that you like, eh? Hey? Yeah, some of them, yeah. I worked, I worked all over Sydney mainly. I went from Avalon right down to Berkeley, south of Wollongong and everywhere in between. Seen a lot of great bands, a lot of bands that never really got anywhere, but they were popular and working in the Sydney market. And then the old Johnny Come Lately's turned up with a property and a lot of the pubs got shut down, the people got put out of work and, man. Yeah, it's not what it is anymore, hey? Hmm. What are some of the um, bands you you, um, worked with? Well, I did a bit of radio and that with... um, well, Zed, MySex, Midnight Oil, Models, Radiators, some pretty good bands. And it was all free and I'm getting paid. Yeah, it's not bad, eh? Hey? Yeah. Watch some great, greatest bands of the time and getting paid. Yeah. Doesn't get much better than that. That's only minuscule bands, you know, machinations and all-nighters. and oh, There's so many of them. They catch up with them on that rock whiz. Yes. They get an odd turn out, but they're all getting a bit old like me, you know. Yeah, well, the years have gone on since then. But they're still doing good, some of them. Unfortunately. Some, <laughs> some of the bands still are good today. Some are even better, I find, now than they were back in the, their heyday. Yeah, well, that was only like, you know, taste of what was going around in Sydney. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, bands from all around the world and... Oh, I have to get a printout. Yeah. Might find a use for a computer, you know. Yeah, it could do indeed. I've got a printout in my pocket. <laughs> Beware. Watch out for you. <laughs> it's rolled up. Don't be scared. <laughs> <laughs> Ancient aliens there on YouTube. Look at that, Blake. Jeez. Yeah, we're looking at a YouTube clip of this um, weird-looking lizard man. <laughs> I don't know what the goal is with him. Well, you get your DNA checked. <laughs> might be related. Mm, could be. Yeah, might be my brother. Dunno. I wouldn't be surprised. So, Chris, you're quite passionate about a lot of things that happen like, in the world. I like reading, but I haven't been able to read for many, many years. And, like, I write about audio books in one of my poems on Pygmy Speak poems, mm-hmm. and... Uh, my daughter, I was talking to my youngest daughter in Sydney and oh, I'll get you one of them. I thought, I hadn't even thought of them. I forgot. It's such a great idea, hey? Yeah, I could have been listening to books for years. Yeah, and they can catch up. Yeah, I was like a real avid reader and now, you know, like... And the people do real good readings of the books too and they get some big names. Like I know Stephen Fry does a lot of readings for the for a lot of audio books. Yeah, I'm after that one. Well, actually, I've got it. 
Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah, <laughs> bit of exciting. Get that one. one. <laughs> <laughs> a good one to listen to. I might blow up and go all over the glassy. <laughs> nah, nah, I'll stay away from that. Yeah. Well, is there any books you got your eye on that you want to listen to? Well, I got a few. My family's given to me, but I'm, magazines I flick through. But I'm, concentration, mm-hmm. even after all these years, I haven't got back to books. Yeah. Yeah. Love books. Well, the concentration's hard. Huh? Learn everything I know from a book. Yeah. Remember them? Yeah. You know about books? I don't think I. You know, they I, look like. I think I'm too old for. Oh, young for books. Got your phone. Yeah. Me and my phone. The good thing about reading books on the phone, though, I will give it this, you can change the text and the size and all that as well. Faster than you can read it. What was that? Faster than you can read yeah, it. true. It's good, though, because I'm um, pretty dyslexic and I can't read a book for the life of me, but I no, start getting... Another on one of my old things, you know, the buddy, the phone is the new Frisbee. Um, yeah. Fray the... <laughs> Get out of here. You're not keen on the phone, so oh, someone sending you messages or, you know, have a look at me eyeliner. Oh, they've, I've seen one yesterday that fallen off bloody cliffs. Yeah. Step back, step back. Oh, too far. Taking pictures and just not, mm. not paying attention where they are. And then, like, you know, man, am I going to get the bloody picture out you took? It fell off the <laughs> cliff. So can go down, don't worry about the body, don't get the phone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, not for me. Yeah, phones can uh, be pretty bad for your health hey, and your mental health. People, Man. I find a lot of these younger people are spending all their times on their phone and just you know, ignoring everything. The, the radiation that was supposed to go into your brain, what happened to that? Yeah, that died know. of, well, died being the optimum word. <laughs> like, yeah, there was this big fracker. Love that word. And then it just went quiet. Yeah, I don't know what the um, I don't know what the deal with that is, to be honest with you, Chris. I know they used to have those Samsung ones a while ago that used to blow up. They used to explode. <laughs> That'd hurt you. Yeah, it would. And they, you couldn't take them on planes for a long time. Blow your two payoff. <laughs> Jesus. This is all the subject of planes. Um, this is something we wanted to touch on because I know something. Planes. No, planes, because it's about taking the phone. You couldn't take this phone on the plane because it was too risky to explode. <laughs> there was a big ban on it. Um, something you want to talk about, Chris, is something you're quite passionate about is the... Um, another one. You've got to find another, another word. <laughs> passion. I can't be passionate about everything. You can't be. You're passionate about a lot of things. I'm passionate about a lot of things. Find myself a girlfriend, I'll be right. Then you'll be passionate. <laughs> be a passion fruit. <laughs> so this... Um, <laughs> So this is this is old, a bit old now, but um, when Corona and all that sort of kicked off and been going for a yeah. bit now, Qantas had to lay off a lot of workers. Hey, but here, here the CEO sits with um, very sad. It is very sad. A lot of people lost their jobs and lost everyone but Canberra. Yeah, and then um, head of Qantas sits there with twenty two million dollars. Um, yeah, the boss. Yeah, a year. Yeah, twenty two million a year, and then got one point five million bonus. And then he thought, oh, what am I going to do now? Oh, I'll sack 16,000 staff. Yep. It's not right, is it, Chris? It's, it's not well, right. Well, it's, it's all profit-based, isn't it? Yeah. You know, not, there's no 
care and about your workers, just take all their penalties off them, you know, the weekend hours, you know. Do you think do you think they should do something about it? I don't. I personally believe that no one should be able to make twenty-two million a year. That's ridiculous. No That's one needs pretty, that much money. Pretty bloody obscene, isn't it? Yeah, no one needs that much money. You got to work a year. We wouldn't have to work a year. You could work out one Six month. Months, yeah. yeah, one month would do you even. You know what I mean? Twenty-two yeah. million a year. Do you think there should be some sort of like I don't know, like rich tax or something with a cap that people should have so they can't earn some that much sort money? Of jail where you can put these people. Yeah, that's where they need to belong. I don't know how you can sleep at night. I don't know how you could lay off... You go to bed with your 22 million and you've laid off six... Well, you haven't, but he's the head of it. It's funny here. You go to bed with your 22 million. What are you talking about? I'm sure he would. (laughs) He loves it. No, yeah, I know mm. some of these. Some of these here with a lot of money, they do do good stuff with it. They do help out the no, world. No, yeah, in some way. I don't but there's know a lot that all don't. the details. But there's a lot of people that don't too, though. You know the uh, what do they call it? The something in the details. You know, they might give it all away. You might do. You might spend it at the hairdressers on it. But to get 22 million in the first place, I think it's just absurd. You don't, you don't need that much. Well, I'm more aggro about the second 16,000 workers. Well, he could take, he could take a lot of a pay decrease, and he could sack a lot less. That that 22 million would pay for a lot of wages. Wouldn't pay for all of them. A lot of the big close. firms do it in good old Oz. Yeah. Sack people, shut stores, profits made. Banks do it. No, oh, sorry, I mentioned the banks. I'm <laughs> feeling a bit sick now. Yeah, it's not right. Have that effect on you? It's it's hard. Um, it's hard pay grade, and you're quite passionate about um oh, this pay go. gap different and stuff. Passionate again? <laughs> We're talking about the same thing because he's still no, passionate yeah. about the same thing. Because you've got two young daughters um, in the world that you really care about, and you want to make sure that they have a good future. And a lot of people in this world are, are ruining the future for. Um, yeah, well, the great fellas. Australian dream, eh? I think that it used to be getting you home, you know, and, mm-hmm. you know, living the legend and bloody being great and inspiring you. But now, great Australian home loan, the medium price in Sydney is just a lousy million dollars. Well, most kids would be able to get that. If you get a paper run and a lemonade stand and, you know, sing in the street or lay down, you might be able to get combo. Yeah. Hey, buddy, <laughs> you know, there's got to be a way that the youth of Australia can claw back the ridiculous amount of the prices in Australian housing. Yeah, yeah. You know, they're saying, well, yeah, there's lots of brilliant. I've lived in a few little country towns. Yeah. But, but you know. No good living in a country town and you've got to drive two hours every day for work. Yeah, that's what I used to do. Very about a couple of jobs. Yeah. Two or three, yeah. Cabaret what? dancer for a while. Yeah, how was that? Yeah. Couldn't wear the heels too good. <laughs> Imagine we hard walk around those. So I'm passionate about that great Australian dream. Yeah, it's not right, hey. Oh, I meet young people every day now, and you just bloody, nah, bloody lost. They've pushed that out for the fat gutted 
property developers of the country and the world. We don't mind a bit of takeover here, mm-hmm. you know. And then they get some dough in, you got that money back in black. That's been thrown out the window, isn't it? Yeah. And to smash all the mugs. Now it's sort of bewildered grey. That's the new collar. Yeah. But yeah. No, I'm pretty aggressive about that. That was the great Australian dream. Well, I think... Getting home, getting a lady, getting the kids. You know, well, for most of us, you know. That is a lot of people's dream is um, to have a family and buy a home mm. and, and settle down. Bloody hard now. It is, it is very hard. It is very hard. Like Don't I, work for Qantas. Yeah, definitely work for yeah. Qantas. It's impossible. Ah, get lost. I don't want you. What about the years of training I've had, boss? Ah, well, you know, we'll absorb that into me crystal ball, you know. Yeah. But it's a big thing. It is. It's hard. And you can say... Sack, move, close. You've got to retrain people, too. Like, there's a big expense there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. That's the way it goes. Yeah. That is it. Better men than me and yeah. ladies. Give the ladies a go. They don't get much of a bloody chance due to this bloody... Willy orientated world we live in. Yeah, it is a bit of stuff. I, I'm very, very grateful to be a white man, hey, because um, white man. <laughs> pretty, um, it's a pretty rough world out there, especially for women, people of different colour. It's, um, it's a messed up world. It's a hard one. Certainly is. But you've done well, Chris. You've been through a lot, and here you sit today in front of me, making great poetry really turned your life around. You've gone through a whole lot and a lot of people wouldn't be able to, but you've, nah, you've lived nah, through it all. there's plenty of others. Yeah. Plenty of others. There is others. There's definitely others, but I think you've, you've definitely had more than your fair share. It just goes on how you weigh it up. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, boy, that was pretty tough. Well, thing of the past now. Yeah, you're doing well. You've done really well. I'm trying to look ahead to the future. (laughs) What are you excited for in the future? What do you got your Uh, eyes on? Well, I wouldn't mind having a go at poetry and that. I also got a couple of books on the go. A memoir about my great hospital fiasco. That would be a great read. You're dying, you're dying, you're dying. I'm just lying down. It's got me always shouting, having a sleep. <laughs> You're not dead, you're well, having a little nap, having a bit of a kip. That's about it. Even, you know, the good flogging I got by the bikies, that was beautiful compared to, you know, dying and, and three years in hospital. Mm-hmm. Three years. Oh, I know, man, that would have been rough. Geez. I can't imagine what that would have been like. What what, what did you do in hospital for the three years? Well, I laid in bed, I was dying. Yeah, just lay in bed all I day? had three MRIs, I was dying. Yeah. Three MRIs, and everyone, I was dying. Everyone was telling you were dying. Yeah. All the doctors, yeah. three different opinions, right? And they all said you were dying. Oh, well, I'm everywhere in a wheelchair. Yeah. But here you sit. Mate in your own, but hey... You can't die. You only, you don't not die from motor neuron. Okay. Then I couldn't have had it. Yeah, strange. It's um. It, it, yeah, it's it's it's. What a bloody have. Exactly right. That's what you want to know, hey. Huh? 
They keep haven't met anyone like me. They kept you um, in the hospital for three years, and then once you started getting a little bit better, still not better at all, um, you're out in the street, right? Mm. Yeah, I've still got me dramas, as you know, by listening. Mm-hmm. And bloody, you know, me walking. I wiggle when I walk. You do well, though. You do well Balance to Balance problems. Well, they just said, off you go. Mm-hmm. See ya. No extra help. Nice having you. You know, not even a brochure to find somewhere to get treatment. Yeah. I've had to fix myself. I couldn't cut me food. Couldn't take the lid off a Coke bottle. Yeah. Couldn't do me buttons up. Couldn't do me shoes up. That's what forced me to wear stilettos for a while. <laughs> you know, and bloody holes in me fish then. But, you know, you got to leave a little pretty loud. To not be able to do all that and all things you can do now. Well, that was only a minimum. Yeah. But bloody, the whirly walker, I was walking like an old Elvis Costello film clip and my legs were going everywhere and my feet and the bloody whirly walker ended up getting chucked over the, the fence. That's after I was told I wouldn't get out of the wheelchair. Yeah. Hang on. Now you can work for Do you know who I am? Yeah. You've done well. Oh, Chris. you got the mental power of, like, how do you do it, Chris? How did you do it? Well, I'm lucky. I don't know with what I've had, you know, terminal beatings, bloody, you know, nothing really compared to some poor people and kids. Mm. No, I think you've had more than your fair share, and I think you've had it pretty rough. I think you've done fantastic to get through it. I've moved on. Everyone told me to. Yeah, they do, don't Where they? Where do I go? Mm. Uh, you've done fantastic. Get over it. Yeah, that's a great one, isn't it? That's a great... That's the biggest thing, eh? Hey? Like, people, when you go on through stuff, they just say to get over it, move on, and... But they say it, like, so sincere, like, like they actually think it will work. Why don't you try it? Um, you know, if you get over it, then you can help me. Yeah, exactly right. That's the way to do it. What a great, what a great advice, eh? Hey? Move on. Like, yeah. Oh, I get too heated about that, hey? I've got to hold back a bit. Yeah, I love all that. We're coming back to the end of our time, Chris, so we might end have to start wrapping time. up. End of our time? Yeah, we can't go on forever. People got to, people no, got to listen. I'm not terminal again, am I? <laughs> this is it. After we turn these mics off, we're both out of here. I've got we're too collapsing. much to laugh about. Yeah, it's good. Uh, do you want to lead us, read us one more poem before we head off? One more poem? What Maybe two more. Bloody writing them out like a... Uh, what do you want to hear? Now, I'll give you this one. This is a rant. A bit of extended poem. Okay. Could rhyme. Not experts. Everybody's talking at me. They don't know anything. But all I hear is the echoes of my mind. Pinch that one. Just repeating, they've all said, rolling about in my head. Do they realise their good advice so cuts me down? Their words have no real meaning to my depression. It's not recommended to offer support. If you have no experience in the subject 
matter. It's all just so much blah, blah, blah. That's great. I love that. And that was a band too. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's a great point, Chris. I think it's very true what you say. Um, it's, it's... it's all lies. <laughs> a lot of people give love giving advice. When you tell them you're depressed, you tell them you've been sad or whatever, they love to give you advice. And they tell you these things that will just they think is a miracle cure. But you, they don't know what you've been through. They don't know how hard it is because they haven't experienced it themselves. I've been through a lot of good stuff too. Mm-hmm. Real good. Man. Well, Chris, thank you very much for coming on the podcast today. I appreciate it. My place. Oh, it is your place. We are recording this in your house. I'm not going anywhere. Well, thank you for having me in your house, Chris, today, recording this podcast with you. I haven't had you. (laughs) You're putting words in my mouth. I'll just say thank you then. Don't come out with that passionate again. (laughs) Well, I'm very passionate about today's topic, so it was good. (laughs) We only just made it up. (laughs) Working off the cuff, no script. (laughs) Who needs a script? We're good. All right. Thanks, Chris, for joining me. I uh, look forward to talking with I've you again sometime in the future. Sumerian tablet I found in the garden. Yeah. We'll have to get into that next time. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll uncover it. I'll tell you a little bit then. We'll look forward to it. Stay tuned for that. Thank you, Chris. I hope you enjoy your weekend and the rest of your week. And it's good night for me, and it's good night for me. Yeah.